You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Good afternoon, and this is Single Fathers Today. I'm your host, Mark Hill. This is a reboot of the original podcast that was set up uh, last year. And hopefully this time going around, we're going to be able to get into a lot more information and detail uh, to give everyone a quick recap of what the this uh, show entails. It's basically discussing the some of the situations that single fathers will be in. They, they get into in raising children um, for me. I, for myself, I am a single father of three girls. Uh, and I know some people are probably going to say, wow. And. Nowadays, there's plenty of resources out there for women, and I am not uh, knocking women or having anything negative to say about that. But if you look at what options are out there for fathers, single dads, there's not that many resources out there. So hopefully this is my attempt to kind of bridge that gap a little bit. Uh, There will be some stories that I have uh, that I can use to try to help you guys out. Um, I will bring in some guests. Uh, one person that I'm definitely going to want to bring in is the gentleman that helped me through my divorce and um, during those difficult times. And um, there's some people that I can bring in that, you know, female friends that helped me during that time period. So there's a lot of things that we're looking at uh, trying to do here on this podcast. And one thing that I think will be very interesting is, especially for the newly divorced fathers that probably have never um, cooked or anything like that, uh, to put something in there, a simple recipe that you can do within 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes to an hour while your children are doing their homework or doing some activities outside, then you can go ahead and come in and say, I can get this quick meal together for the kids. I know it is a daunting task for some fathers that have one custody of their kids to say, okay, now that I've achieved this goal, you've basically done something that is at one time was not common, but in this day and age, it's becoming more and more common to have your kids and raise your kids. I mean, let's face it, you're a gentleman who's um, had your kids every day and for whatever reason the relationship didn't work out now you've decided to go your own separate way obviously the kids are paramount but you have to fight for them and now that you've done the fighting and you've won what do you do so going forward uh, let me give everyone a uh, quick synopsis of uh, my background um, I was divorced I filed for divorce in 2008 and in October of 2008, I won custody of my kids. We filed on the second day of January. I have, uh, at the time, my daughters were 7, 9, and 11. And I uh, managed to win custody of the kids. And my fear was, okay, I've done this. I've won. And it never crossed my mind to be away from my kids. So it was like, what do I do? Um, yeah, at the time, I was probably one of the charter members of the He-Man Woman Hater Club, but I managed to realize that there were a lot of women that 
helped me through this process. Um, one was being my mother, my sister, and um, several friends of mine. And it helped me to understand some of the things that go along with being that single parent. Um, it is not easy. You know, some people will say it's normal for a woman to do that, but it's even more because of their naturing, uh, nurturing way. Uh, but for a father, it's much more difficult. But I'm here to tell you that you can do it. Uh, since that time, all three of my daughters have gone through um, high school, graduated, no troubles at all. <laughs> uh, one received a scholarship at her high school for basketball. Uh, another one had, uh, you might just say, a 4.0 GPA, and she is uh, double majoring in college. And my youngest one graduated uh, last year, and now she is a freshman in college. So I can tell you that it is something that you can do. Uh, it is definitely, um, it is obtainable. So getting into the story now, now I'll give you my quick, um, uh, my background so here's your scenario. You've gone through all the process. You've um, went through the court system, so on and so forth. And now that you have one custody, what do I do? It is something that is exciting and fearful. Well, the first thing that you need to do is when you're with your children to let them know that you are there. You're going to be there for them. You want to be able to facilitate some sort of uh, relationship with their mother. And yes, I know, guys, you're going to say, heck no, there is no way I'm going to be able to do that. I, I don't want to do this at all. I went through the same thing. But you have to have that balance. And yes, it's going to take some time because I'll admit it's been over a decade and I'm still dealing with that healing process. So it's not something that's going to be done overnight. So. You have to reassure your kids that you love them, that you care for them. You're going to be there for them. Um, and you have to go through the process of trying to keep things as normal as possible because underneath all of that, you're going to find your, it's going to be a bunch of turmoil because now you, when the kids are with you, you have to be mommy and daddy. So you have to be the good cop and the bad cop. So you got to be able to try to find that balance. Try to keep the kids uh, involved in a lot of things. Um, do things with them. There's going to be times when you're going to be tired, you're going to be worn out, you're going to be drained, but you have to be there to let them know what's going to be okay. And in turn, they're going to lean on you to be that bridge because you can imagine it is a shocking thing for them or a difficult time for them as much as it is for you. So what do you do? What's your first step? Well, for me, uh, my first step was being someone that can, you know, I, I took my kids out. That was the first thing that I did. And I tried to have a discussion with them and let them know uh, that everything was going to be fine. Um, they didn't really understand it, but you had to try to get that discussion out. The second thing that I found out <laughs> is that the kids will be kids. They will try to take advantage of you. So, 
you know, it's like, okay, they will try to play on that guilt factor and you have to do everything that you can to try to resist giving in to those things that to let them do what they want to do and go how they want to just go all willy nilly. If you want to use that as a term, but you have to be able to kind of keep, you got to be able to keep that balance because if you don't, that's when you run into a lot of problems. And there were a couple times where if I didn't go against the grain or trying to be that person to just let the kids just do what they want because you feel in that guilt, there's no telling where the direction my kids could have gone. Uh, what that, that fork in the road, you want to call it. So sometimes you got to play good cop, let certain things go. Sometimes you got to pay bad cop to keep them on that path. And you have to be able to balance that out. Also, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show that you have to reach out to a, a support group. Uh, for me, my family is in another state. You're talking about a 19, 20 hour drive to have my family here with me. Um, but I did have a good support group of friends in, uh, in the area where I'm living to be there to bridge that gap. So you reach out to them. And strangely enough, a lot of those people that reached out to me during that time were women. Um, some of them were friends when I was married, but a lot of them became friends after the fact, um, as everyone grows up, you go through those changes. If you're, uh, if your kids are boys, it's much easier because you can handle certain things because being a man raising a boy, when you're a father raising girls, <laughs> it's a different story altogether. So as, and again, with my kids being seven, nine, 11, you can kind of imagine the changes that they were, the my, my daughters were going through. So by having um, certain people there with me during that time, kind of helped bridge that gap and give you an understanding. Um, one of the funny stories that I had was with my kids trying to do their hair and if you're a father, you, I'm sure your first challenge was going to be how to do my kids' hair. And that's one story to this day that my daughters will never let me live down where I thought I was doing something right. And I think it took maybe one or two times. And then the girls finally said, you know what, dad, we're going to go to our friend's house and their mother's going to do our hair or she'll come by and then she will, um, show you what you need to do. So uh, that was one of the little things that you had to learn, but uh, that I had to learn. But um, when you look at this time for you, don't look at it as a hard time or a difficult time. Um, you're going to have those moments, but you definitely, you got to be able to reach out for someone for support uh, to get you through those times, it will get better. Uh, it took a while for me to get, for things to get better for myself, but it did. Um, the most important thing that you have to remember is that your kids are looking to you. They're looking to their other parent as well. But right now you're in a scenario that a lot of women over the decades 
and over years as far back as you can go have been um, dealing with. And now it is your time to be able to step up. Obviously, if you fought hard for those kids and you won custody, that that's a big major win right there. So you you have to be able to reach out to other people. Um, and there is, you know, some people want to be the, the he-man and handle it on their own. And in some cases you can, but in others you have to be able to um, reach out for help. So getting that, that portion out, um, let's talk about um, you may have some guys that, um, you know, can't cook. Okay, so what do you do? No, you can't give your kids peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time. That's just not going to work. So, you know, what do you do? Um, there's places out there that can send food to you at your home, but let's go in a different direction. You know, um, if you a guy that knows how to grill, fine, you can go out there and grill, you know. Um, but you want to do something to... Um, do something that's quick and easy to help your kids out as far as um, getting them something to eat, nutritious, so on and so forth. Uh, one thing that we're going to do here is, um, you know, for your first meal, first day, do something simple, something easy. If you are a grill aficionado, throw something on the grill. If, um, you know, one of the favorite things I used to do for my kids is that they used to enjoy was um, I would make a, a meatloaf or um, something that was simple and easy within a 30 minute deal, uh, 30 minute setup. So the first one, like I said, my first meal was, you know, uh, grilled chicken and hamburgers. That's what my kids liked. So I, I did that for them. Um, for the, for you guys, what you'll see here on the show is that I will have added on here, um, uh, recipe for you guys. Um, and you guys can follow along. Obviously, with most recipes, you have to go in there and make changes to them and uh, tweak them to meet your needs. So that will be one thing that we'll add as we go further um, with our podcast. So you are, um, again, rewinding. You've gone through the process. You've completed everything that you need to do. You've won custody. The court order has been signed. Um, you're explaining everything to your kids. And to them, it's going to be confusing to them. It's going to be difficult for them to understand, but you have to make sure that you're there for them. Um, you're going to go through some changes, um, but you have to remember that they are relying on you. Um, they are looking to you to be that guiding uh, factor for them or that guiding, you know, that, um, that beacon out there. Um, you're going to run into some problems that you kids may have some issues in school. Uh, they may have some issues with some of their friends, but you have to be there to let them know that everything is going to be fine, that they will be able to get through this and then move forward. Um, you may, uh, one of the things that I looked at was, um, being able to get the kids into some sort of counseling to be able to have someone to talk to because they may run into a problem where they can't, they feel they can't talk to you and they feel they can't talk to their other parent. Uh, 
because it's kind of like pitting one against the other. So that's another option that they have. And then they can kind of be able to reconcile it because for you, it may be easier um, or it may be difficult. But for the kids, you got to understand with a younger mind, it's hard for them because their whole foundation and their whole world has just been changed dramatically. So you have to give those have those options and those resources that are out there and that are available to them. Um, and then just continually to reassure them that things are going to be okay. Uh, the next, I would say probably the, the next thing you want to look at is um, a relationship. Where do you want to go with a, a relationship and when to introduce someone in with your kids? Obviously, the day after everything is finalized is not the time to bring someone else in. And yes, you're going to want to have that selfish mindset of yourself and looking out for yourself or try to find someone to fill that gap to basically a plug and play another person in. That is the worst thing that you can do. Um. I I personally did not go through that, but I know um, a close colleague of mine that did. And it was it made a bad situation worse. So it is a major, major change for you. But you have to the rewards will be so much better if you handle things a certain way coming out of this whole process. And again, you know, it is a major change. It's a major upheaval um, for you and for your family. So the main thing that you want to do is, and I know it, it sounds like I'm, I'm beating a horse, but you have to make sure that you get everything stabilized within the home. It may, it's going to take a while, but just know that you can do this. Um, there's... Other, you know, nowadays compared to how it was with me back in 2008, there wasn't that many resources out there. There's tons of resources out there now. Um, this podcast is going to be one of those as well. Uh, you choose to, um, to listen to what, what comes out and with the guest that comes on, but you have to be able to move forward. And in a positive way, the rewards are so much greater. So one of the things, uh, another story that I can mention is um, your, I guess one of the early stories I had was a a bedtime ritual. Um, And it may sound kind of mundane for me to sit here and stick this one (laughs) in the, in the first podcast, because there's a lot of stuff that, um, I'm packing in this one, but then we can unpack them as we go along. Um, and here comes the, the good guy, good cop, bad cop scenario. Uh, I think one of the first things that I remember was my kids felt that they could just stay up anytime they wanted to because when, um, when dad's around, you know, I was always the fun guy to a certain degree. And if I wanted them to stay up late, they had to stay up late. But then it kind of changed into me being, not so much the fun guy, but being the parent. So it went from, okay, you guys can stay up till midnight to, you know what, you guys got school the next day. You guys got to be in bed by eight thirty nine o'clock. 
and the problems that that will cause is, well, I'm sure some of you have already gone through it, so you you can just imagine. But you have to be able to set a standard. You have to be able to get them put back into a pattern and keep them on a schedule because keeping them on a schedule is the first step in getting things back to normal. Now, what you'll run into is when they have those moments where they have to go with the other parent, then the other parent goes into being the fun person because now the roles will be reversed where you might have been the one to let them be up as late as they want, and then the other parent was the one that would keep them on a schedule. Now everything is flipped, and they're going to want to spend more time with her or you know, with the other parent than with you. So you have to kind of keep that schedule there, keep that normalcy uh, for them, and they'll be a much better person for it later. And uh, keeping them on that, uh, that path, homework, uh, meals, so on and so forth, and and keep them in that that area. They may hate you for it or may not like you for it, but later on, as my girls have told me, thanks a lot, Dad, because it could have gone either way. So, um, again, it's a lot that I've packed in this area here, and as we go through with the with the various shows, it will make more sense as we go along. So, um. As the time is is wrapping up right now, I, again, I just want to go ahead and um, let you know this is Mark Hill uh, starting a new podcast again, Single Fathers Today, and I will. Uh, we're going to try and look at doing um, maybe one or two shows a week. And if there's any questions that you have, feel free to um, to reach out, and the email that you can. Reach out to, or oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> it would be helpful if I had my email set up. So, uh, what I will do is when the podcast is posted, we will definitely have something listed in the description box of how you guys can be able to reach out to me. Uh, obviously, uh, comments are welcomed. Definitely, if you have any topics or any questions or anything that you want to look at for a future show, please send it to me. Let me know. Uh, I do have individuals that are going to be scheduled to come in and to discuss some other things. And hopefully, uh, if you guys have ideas for meals, recipes, funny stories, please send them on to me because in the end, it's all about trying to help everyone else in this community. Because if you think you're the only individual out there dealing with this situation, I can tell you, you're not. There's several fathers out there, especially again, as I said earlier, especially with the way today's society is, there are several fathers that are going through the same thing as you are, and they are looking for resources and ways to uh, have someone to interact with and share stories with. And the goal is to not only make yourself whole again after going through something such as this, but your kids as well. And that is the main thing to love, nurture, and help raise your kids. So again, this is your host, Mark Hill. I hope that uh, you guys enjoyed what was been uh, discussed today, and I will be talking with you again real soon. Take care.